Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Baba Kama daf Mem Ches. We are holding on daf Mem Zayin Amid Beis. We are six lines from the end of the page at the two dots. Ibayuluhu. Today's year is sponsored by Dr. David Lander and honor his wife and children. Also by Daniel Sadian for the success of Klal Yisrael in these times. And Atzlacha for our soldiers and our captives. They should be returned home safely. Also by Elisheva and Avishai Newman in honor of the birth of their grandson to Elisa and A.J. Youngreis. And in honor of the yard side of Vishai's grandfather, Rabbi Yaakov Shlomo ben Naftali, Allah Shalom, whose yard site is today, in the Shem Aliyah, and also by the virtual halacha program, a program to learn halacha at a high level under the auspices of Harav Nevensal Shlita, with an option for smicha. Visit vihalacha.com for more information about the new Limud beginning next week, learning Hilchas Bishal Bishabbos. We thank all of the sponsors very, very much for the sponsorship. So the first thing we're going to discuss today is when a Baal HaChatzer uh, accepts responsibility to protect your shar, is it only from his animals or even from other animals, from animals that belong to neither of the parties that are uh, that are involved? So the Gemara is going to have two rayas to try to answer that shayla. Then the Gemara is going to talk about what happens when a woman bakes in someone else's property. She uh, goes into uh, to, to bake in someone else's property and an animal of the Baal Abayis eats the stuff that she baked and and gets hurt from eating the stuff that she baked. Does she have to pay for that guy's animal? Then the Gemara is going to discuss two cases of a trespassing shor leaving a bar behind in the chatzar. Either the shor digs a bar or the shor leaves some other takala in the chatzar. So what's the halach of the trespassing shor left a bar in the chatzar? Then on the bottom of Amadal, we're going to talk about if a trespassing person damages or gets damaged through Adam Amazik. What is the responsibility of, of an Adam Amazik if you damage a trespasser or if the trespasser does uh, does damage? Then the Gemara is going to discuss when a trespassing shar falls into a bar and does damage or kills. And we're going to have three explanations of why it would pay kofar, considering that it sounds like we're, pay, we're talking about a shar tam, and yet we still say... <laughs> that if it lands on uh, Aviv Obno, that you pay kofar. Then at the end of the Daf, the Gemara is going to have three different answers to a stira in a brisa, whether we assume giving rishus to uh, to enter means that you're accepting responsibility. We already saw that that is a machlokas, whether in the in the Mishnah, Tanakam and Rabbi Yehuda, when you give rishus to enter, does that mean, and I am therefore taking a cry as to anything that happens? But we're going to have a brisa that seems to talk out of both sides of its mouth at the same time seems to give us both indications that it is and that it isn't. So we're going to have three ways of resolving that stira in the Bryce, and that's going to bring us all the way to the Mishnah on the bottom of Mem Chesam Beis. So let's begin about six lines from the end of the page on Mem Chesam and Alf. We've already explained that according to the Chamim, when a Baal Chatzar gives Rishos to, to, uh, to bring your Shar into his Chatzar, according to the Chamim, he is being Makabel the Achrayus of any Nazikin. And according to Rebbe, no. Only if he's Makabel that Befei so the Gemara has a suffix. If a person is makabel achrayus, even uh, that, uh, that 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 other people's animals won't cause damage. Or is it when he's being makabel achrayus again, whether stama according to the Rabbanon or beferish according to Rabbi? Whatever you learn uh, constitutes kabbalas achrayus. But what, what does that mean? He's being makabel achrayus that uh, my stuff won't damage you, or being makabel achrayus that nobody's stuff is going to damage you? So yibayilu heichet to kabbalin the two. When the Baal is Mekabel Shmira, which again, according to the Chum, just 
means he said you're allowed to enter, and that's an assumed Kabbalah Shemira. And according to Rebbe, it means that he actually said, I'm being Mekabal Shemira. So when he is Mekabal Shemira, Mahu, what's the din? Din of Shehu de Kabbalah Was the only Mekabal Shemira that his Shar, his Kelev, is not going to damage you? Or maybe he's even being Mekabal Shemira that other people's oxen aren't going to come in here and damage you. So says Mar Tashima, let's bring a Raya. The Tanya of Yudabar Simon, Binizak and the Karna. Yudabar Simon taught in one of the Brysos that were taught in the base Medrash of Karna that Hichlis Peros of the Chatzar Balabai Shalobarashos. If a person brings his Peros into someone else's property, Shalobarashos. Uba Shor mi Makomacher Vaachalan. And someone else's Shor from some third, you know, third party comes and eats it. So he's Potter. Vim Hichlis Perushos. But if you brought your Peros in there, Perushos, then Chayev. So Man Potter or Man Chayev. Who are we talking about over here? That's Potter and Chayev. Love Potter Balchatzer. Doesn't it mean that when I brought my stuff, my peros in Shalom Berushos, it means that the Balchatzer is Potter for the third party shor eating my peros, and therefore the Chayev Balchatzer. When a Machlis Berushos, it means that the Balchatzer is Chayev when a third party shor comes and eats my peros. So you see from the Brisa that when you're Machlis Berushos, it means the Balchatzer is Mekabel Shmira. Not only that his possessions, that his shor won't damage you, that his Kelev won't damage you, but that nobody's shor is going to damage you. So says Mara Amri, lo. No, you misunderstood the Brisa. Potter Balashar v'chayiv Balashar. No, all it means is that the Balashar is going to be Potter or Chayiv, meaning the shor that actually did the damage, not the Balachatzer who, 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 where the uh, where the where, where this third party shor had entered the balashar. Well, says Mara, well, wait a second. If we're talking about the balashar being chayiv or pater, my berushos and my shalom berushos ika. How could we be mechalik whether you're machnes the peros berushos where the mazg is going to be chayiv, and if you're machnes shalom berushos, the mazg is going to be pater. This shor came from somewhere else. We should be mechayiv on uh, someone who's nichnas the chatzar chavero and eats eats peros that are that are there because the. Uh, should have uh, watched the shor that he shouldn't be trespassing any anybody's peros. So the balashar, if we're talking about the chiv of the balashar, he should always be chayiv. Your shor can't just walk into other people's property and eat things, whether it belongs to the person whose property it is or whether it belongs to somebody else. Says so Gemara Amri. It could be that the answer is as follows: that when you're machnis your peros birushos havila shein birushos anizik, then it's considered as if it was shein birushos anizik, because since the balachatzer gave the bala peros permission to bring his peros there, so it's as if it's the bala peros's property. V'shein birushos anizik chayevus, and when shein happens birushos anizik, you're chayev shelo birushos havila b'shein birushos arabim. But when you just bring your peros into the balachatzer's chatz without permission, so so then it's not your property at all. That's like Shein Berushos Rabim. And the Allah is V'Shein Berushos Rabim Petura. That Shein Berushos Rabim is Patur. But bottom line is, we don't have a Raya from there to our initial Shaila. Our initial Shaila was, if uh, if, if I'm a Kabel, that when, uh, that, 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 as, that when you bring your Shor in here, I'm a Kabel Shmira. Again, whether that means that Minastam I'm a Kabel Shmira or I'm explicitly a Kabel Shmira, does that mean I'm even a Kabel Shmira that damages won't come from a third party? Or does it only mean I'm a Kabbalah Shemir that damages won't come from myself? So says Mar Tashima, let's try to bring another Raya from a Brisa. 
If you bring your shor into into chatzabalabais without permission, and a third party shor comes and he cores the shor of the uh, of the machnis. So potter, the, he's going to be potter from pain. But if you had permission to bring your shor in, then chayiv. So man potter, man chayiv, same raya. Who's potter? Who's chayiv? Love potter bal chater, chayiv bal chater. Aren't we talking about the the ptur and the chayiv of the bal chater? And we see that as soon as he allows you to bring your shor into his rishos, he's going to be chayiv even when a third party shor damages your shor. Lo potter bal shor, chayiv bal shor. Says we're no, we're misunderstanding this price also. It doesn't mean that the bal chater is going to be potter chayiv. It means that the bal shor is going to be potter chayiv. Iachi, if that's the case, that the the ptur and the chiyuv is on the balashar, my brushos and my shalom brushos ika. How can we be mechalik between the balashar bring the shor into the into the with the brushos of the balachatzer versus bringing it in without the brushos of the balachatzer? When it comes to keren, there's no chiluk between the brushos rabim and the chatzer and nizik. I mean, the whole answer that we gave to the first raya was, oh, if he had brushos to come in here, then uh, it's like a chatzer and nizik, and shein brushos and nizik is chayiv. But if he didn't have to come in here, then it's Rosh Hashanah. Well, that doesn't matter by Karen, because Karen, Yechayev, uh, whether it happened in Rosh Hashanah or Rosh Hashanah, Sa'amri, Hamani, Rabbi Tarfon. He said, the Gemara answers, no, the, this b'risa must be something like Rabbi Tarfon, Shuna Karen, Bechatzar Nizik, Nezik Shalim Mishalim. That Rabbi Tarfon holds that the difference between Karen, there is a difference between Karen, Rosh Hashanah, and Karen, Rosh Hashanah, in that Karen, Rosh Hashanah, only pays Chati Nezik, whereas Karen, Rosh Hashanah, pays Nezik Shalim. So Birushos, Nizik. So when the guy had a right to bring in his animal, so now it's considered Karen Birushos Hanizik, Umishal Nezik Shalim, and therefore you're gonna pay Nezik Shalim. But Shalom Birushos, Havila Karen Birushus Rabim. When he brought it in Shalom Birushos, then it's like Karen Rushus Rabim, Vilomishal Melchazi Nezik, and you only pay Chazi Nezik. And that's what the Bryson meant when it said Potter. It meant Potter me Nezik Shalim, but still Chayivin Chazi Nezik. So bottom line is we have no Raya to the uh, actual Shaila that we uh, that we raised to begin with. So now the Gemara tells a story. He, it's also the Mefa Bayibesa. There was a woman that brought her dough into uh, a house to bake her uh, bread, a house that had an oven, and it was in a chatzar or a chatzar of uh, Balabais. And also Barcha Demari Debesa, a goat from, that belonged to the Balabais came and ate up all of her dough, the mist, and he got his body got overheated from eating this hot fresh bread, and the goat dropped dead. So Rava Bracha. Rava was Mikhaev, this woman, to pay the Balabayas for the value of the goat that had uh, that had, that had just died, because she had killed that goat with her uh, with her baking. So Rabbi Neil points out the Balabayas doesn't have to pay the Demeya Isa, because the Balasi Isa was standing right there. She should have guarded her dough and protected it. So that certainly is not something the Balabai is going to have to pay for. So it says, Ooh, doesn't this bring us back to the discussion of Rav? Isn't this against Rav Dama Rav? Because after all, Rav said that if you bring your peros into Chatzar Chaveru Shalobarashos and the behema of the Balachatzar eats those peros and dies, you do not have to pay for the value of the behema because Havila Shalotokal, you could turn to the Balachatzar and say, Your animal shouldn't have eaten my food. So over here as well, can't the uh, woman say, Your animal shouldn't have eaten my bread? So I'm 
Amri Hachi Ashta. No, you can't compare the case of Rav to this Misa. Hasam, in the case of Rav, we were talking about Shalobarishus, where you trespassed, Velokibel in Tirusa, and therefore uh, you, you were not Makabel, the guy was not Makabel to be Shomer, that, is, that, that the Behema would not be, uh, would, would, would not be damaged from the Peros. And uh, therefore, if the Behema ate from the Peros and died, the person who was Machnis is Potter. But Hacha, in our case of this Misa with Rava, we're talking about Perushos, that the Balabais allowed the woman to come in, and therefore Kabbalah Lenitirusa, she was Makabal on herself to be Shomer, that the goat won't eat from it and die. And therefore, Rava's going to be Mechai of her to pay for the value of the goat. Why is this any different than that which we learned in Abraisa, that a woman who comes to, brings her, her grain to use the mill of the Balabais to grind it and to make wheat out of it, and and she did so and the behem of the balabais eats it that part of the balabais does not have to pay for the wheat that its animal ate because the person came in the balabais was never to be shomer that his animal is not going to eat this if the behem of the balabais was damaged from this wheat like it slips on the wheat and it breaks its leg or something the woman has to pay for the nezek so time up the whole reason the woman has to pay is because Shalom Rishos, she came in without the Rishos of the Baal Chatzar. So since the Baal Chatzar was never Makabel, the Shmira of the Behemoth, that it shouldn't <laughs> get damaged, so uh, the Shmira is, uh, is, is all the woman's responsibility. But it sounds like if she came in the woman would not have to pay for the hezek that was done to the, uh, to the behema that belonged to the Balachatzer. Because the Balachatzer was makabel to be Shomer, both that his animal will not damage the Chitim and that the Chitim will not damage his animal. So the same should be over here as well. The woman came in Berushos, so the Balachatzer is makabel to be Shomer, that his goat is not going to eat from this dough and, uh, and, 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 and die from it. So why are why is Rava being Machai of the woman to pay? So answer Gemara Amri, they, 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 they gave an answer that there's a chilik between the case of the Brisa and the story of Rava. Litchon chitim, when she's coming to grind wheat, since you don't have to do grinding of wheat in a tzniyustik fashion, meaning men can be watching as a woman is grinding wheat because she remains fully dressed as she's grinding wheat. The balachatzer does not have to leave the chatzer. He's allowed to stay there and protect his, uh, his assets there. And therefore, it's his responsibility to make sure his animal doesn't eat the wheat and get damaged from the wheat. So if his animal eats the wheat and gets damaged from it, the woman is not going to be responsible. But when she's baking, baking requires a certain sense of tzniyos, and Rashi explains because it's the derech of nashim when they're baking to be megalaz ro'oseyem to expose their arms. So since it's something that men should not be watching as women bake, it's the responsibility of the balachatzer to leave, to get out of there while the woman is baking. And therefore it's obvious that he's not going to be able to watch his animal. And therefore the responsibility of watching the animal transfers to the woman. 
Nafkamina would be if the uh, was a Balas HaChatzar, right? If it was a woman. So then the uh, responsibility were not transferred. There is a Machlokas Rishonim that what exactly is Rav HaMachayev to pay uh, according to the Chum that, that, uh, that, that is, is he saying you're Chayev to pay Dafka according to the Chum that Mistama you're Chayev in Shmira or is he saying even according to Rabbi that Mistama you're not Chayev in Shmira since in this case uh, that, that you're still going to be chayv, that you're still going to be chayv to pay uh, over here that she's still going to be chayv to pay so the Ra'a writes that Rav is only going within the sheet of the Chum whereas Rashba writes that Rav is going even within the sheet of Rabbi that Bistama the Nichnas is not Makabal Shmira until the, the, the Nichnas until the person who's entering says that they're Makabal Shmira but nevertheless when the Balachatzers misalik themselves the Gamri so then the Nichnas must be Makabal Shmira even Bistama, right? Meaning, generally speaking, uh, it's true that Rebbe holds that, in, that that you're not Makabal Shmira Bistama, but when you know that the person has to leave, that you're the only the only person, the only human eyes in the in the vicinity, so then of course you're Makabal Shmira. So that's the Shita of the Rashba. That's the Machlokas between the Rashba and the uh, and the Ra'a. There is an interesting discussion that Taz writes in Choshem Nishpat in the name of the Marshal in Yamsha Shlomo nowadays, if a woman is wearing short sleeves, uh, you know, let's say the means the upper part of the arm. So let's say a woman is wearing short sleeves. Generally speaking, do you see men running in every direction to uh, to escape? So typically, the Taz says, sadly, we don't, right? Meaning people stay. So it could be this halacha change, meaning the dine mamanus is based on the expectation of people's behavior. So the Taz quotes the Marashal that uh, in Poland and Ashkenaz, um, men and women are not careful about this. And even without afiyah, they're megalas ro'oseim, even when they're not baking, it just happens to be the fashion that they're megalas ro'oseim. And therefore, if uh, Maisa were to come, it would be pashat that the woman would be pater because the balabai stays there. So if he stays, there he has to uh, he has to watch over the uh, the area. So it's not saying that it's okay. It's just saying that uh, that that's uh, the, the dina mamlus is totally on what the expectation is, and the expectation uh, might have changed. The chazanish is not sure what part of the arm is called the zroa. Is it the top part of the arm, above the elbow, or beneath the elbow? Same thing with the leg. He has uh, what's what's called. Uh, uh, shok, right? Uh, so it could be that the bottom part of the leg is called the shok, and shok bisharva means that a woman has to cover the entire leg. So he's not sure what's, what, which part of the arm is called the zrah. Does a woman only have to cover up until the elbow, or should she cover all the way up until the wrist? Which part is called is called the uh, the zroa? So he brings a raya from Rashi, because Rashi writes that it's chasr chisar nitzniyus to be megal zroa Zroseha is the 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 parak elyon. Um, the uh, meaning what, what his suffix is not what's called the zroa. His suffix is what, what's included in the iser, meaning what a woman has to uh, cover. And Tosim Sechs Menachos writes that only the parak elyon is uh, is is bichlal tzniyus. So uh, so apparently uh, the it's only the upper part of the arm. That's the impression you get from this gemara. Although it's hard to understand, meaning if she's kneading dough, does she typically expose the upper part of her arm? You would imagine she'd roll up her sleeves to her elbow so that she can really get into the dough and knead the dough, uh, but nevertheless somehow that's the assumption, that she's going to roll up her sleeves well above the elbow and she's going to be Megala Zro'oseha. Okay, says the Mishnah, if uh, the, he brings the shor into the Chatzor Balabais and he gores the Chatzor of the Balabais and he gores the shor of the Balabais, he's potter, but if uh, the, the, uh, the 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 the, uh, the, the if the Balabais is uh, shor gored him, he's going to be chayv. So Amar Rava, if you bring your shor in Shalom 
Aros, Vichafar Babar Shikhanuma Aros, and your shard just dug pits and openings in the uh, in the, the Chatzar, the Balabais, Balashar Chayev Beniske Chatzar, the Balashar has to pay the Balachatzar for the damage it did to the Chatzar itself by digging all of these boros, but about Chatzar Chayev Beniske Abar. If any damage happens in those boros that he, du- that he dug, the Balachatzar is going to be responsible for that. The Avagavdamar, and even though we already darshaned, Ki Yichre Ish Bar, and the Pasuk is on, that you pay when an ish digs a bar. So it sounds like below shore bar, that if a shore digs a bar, then the bailum is not going to be responsible. But over here, since the balachatzer should have filled in the bar, and he didn't, he left it that way, we view it as if he's the one that actually dug the bar. So if a shar trespasses, goes in someone else's property and digs boros, the shar's got to pay for it, the balashar's got to pay for that, but then the balachatzer has to take the responsibility of fixing it. Once it's paid for, he's got to fix it, and he has to make sure that, not, that uh, nobody gets damaged from it. Via Marava, another statement of Rava about a shar leaving something in, uh, in the chatzer. Uh, a shar trespasses, you bring your shar trespassing into someone else's chatzer, and the shard damages the balabais directly, it gores the balabais. Oh, balabais, huzak bo. Or maybe it didn't uh, go after the balabais, but the balabais tripped on the shard or something like that. Chayiv. Then the balashar is chayiv. Ravat's potter. But if it just was ravat, if it crouched down, then uh, then you're potter. So says Gemara, umisham de ravat's potter. When when uh, the balabais trips over it because it's crouching, so you can be potter. Why does that make any sense? So says Gemara, Amra Papa, my ravats shehir b'tzkalalim. Now ravats means that uh, that 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 it left uh, waste. That it, it went to the bathroom over there. So nitnufu kelim shal balabais. If the kelim of the balabais got damaged. From the uh, from 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 the animal defecating over there, uh, so that's where Rava says you don't have to pay. David galalim bar because the galalim that that it left is considered a bar. And a bar is patron kalim, so it's considered the bar of the balashar. And what got damaged by this bar of the balashar? What got damaged is the kalim of the balabais, and kalim are patur in a bar. So it says more honey That works according to Shmuel if you actually hold that any takala that's left is considered a bar. El Rav de Amar Adamafkirle, but according to Rav, that says that not every takala is a bar. You need to be mafkir the takala in order to turn into a bar. So Michael the Maymar, how how is how you can explain Rava that your patra on the hezek of the Kalim from these Galalim, Ashar is Chayev even on Kalim. Only a bar is patra on Kalim and until you're mafkir it, it has a din of Ashar, uh, not a din of bar. And Sugmar Amri Stam Galalim Mafkiri Mafkirlu. Most of the time people are mafkir the Galalim of their uh, of the of the shard. So since uh, he's 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 mafkirit, even Rav is going to be moda that you're chayiv mishum bar. And since you're only chayiv mishum bar, if it's kalim that got damaged, you're going to be potter because you're potter on kalim in a uh, in a, in a bar. Once we mention Rava about a shard that comes into a chatzar balabais, the Gemara brings another din about an adam that comes into a chatzar balabais, and it's an adam amazik situation. Rava, someone trespasses into a chatzar balabais, and he physically harms the balabais. Oh, balabais, who's akbo? 
or maybe he didn't go after to physically harm the Balabais, but the Balabais trips over him or something and gets damaged by him. So Chayv, so the trespasser has to pay. He's Zika Balabais. If the Balabais damages this guy, then Pater, then the Balabais does not have to pay because the Balabais didn't have to be careful that, uh, that, 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 uh, um, uh, that, that, that he shouldn't uh, damage, get damaged from someone else who came in Shalom Barashos. So, uh, so, so uh, therefore the Balabais is not going to have to pay for anything. Even though Adam will the Olam, so the Nebuchadnezzar Yosef, he says, yeah, Adam will the Olam, but not when it's known as Gomor. When someone trespasses and you had no expectation that there was someone trespassing in your property, so then it's an Ones Gomor, and therefore we don't apply Adam will the Olam. That's what Tulsa said back on Davchav Zayinam Beis from Yerushalmi, that even though we say Adam will the Olam, the Olam doesn't really mean the Olam. Sometimes it's known as Gomor, and even an Adam Amazik is going to be Pater. But if you recall, we learned back then that the Ramban disagrees. The Ramban holds even in the case of Ones Gomor, Adam will the Olam. So the Mukayosi says, so what's the Ramban going to do over here? And Adam is Chayv in every Ones. So you have to say that the reason the Balabais is Pater is because uh, the Nichnas was a Posheya. Someone who's Nichnas to Chatzar Balabais, Shalom Barashos, is a Posheya, and it's his responsibility to watch out Shalom Yuzak that he shouldn't get uh, damaged. And that's why the Balabais is going to be Potter. So Rapapa explains Rava's din. Papa lo Amaran, Rava only potters the Balabais from paying for the damage that he did uh, to the uh, to the trespasser, El Dalavi That's only if he didn't know that the trespasser was there. Avalavi but if we know that he knew the trespasser was there, then Ezekabalabais Chayev. Then if he damages the trespasser, he's going to be Chayev. My taima, why is he going to be Chayev? Mishum da because the trespasser could turn to the Balabais and say, Nidus Achrushus Alafuke, you have every right to throw me out of your Chatzar, Balazuke Lesachrushus, so you have no right to damage me. Meaning, once you knew I was here, you have to be careful not to hurt me. Granted, you can throw me out of the chutzer. How can you throw me out of the chutzer? Shulchan says you could beat him up, meaning you're actually allowed to hurt him if the goal is to get him out of the chutzer. Uh, if he's not listening when you ask him to leave, so you're allowed to physically remove him from the chutzer. But to physically damage him in ways that you're not trying to get him out of the chutzer, that you're going to have to pay for. That's going to be the uh, the, the the problem. Um, the, uh, the that's uh, that's what we pass in Shulchan and some tough chaf aleph. That if the guy doesn't want to leave, so it's Rashi Lach Bolbo. You could go and uh, beat him up, but uh, to stop damage him in, in, without an attempt to get him to leave, that you're going to have to pay for. So Vazlu Tamayu, that which Rav and Rav Papa are mechalik between someone, the, if the Nichnas is Mazik the Balabais, where you pay even though he was Mazik Shalobak Havana, and versus a case where the Balachatzer was Mazik the Nichnas, where he's Potter when he's Mazik Shalobak Havana, that is Lishitasam. Because Rav and some say it was Rav Papa say the following did that if you have two people that are walking around in the same general area, and they both are allowed to be there. For example, it's a Rosh Hashanah or they're Shutvim in the Chatzar. So they're both allowed to, or a, a Bala Chatzar who's neither of these parties gave both of these parties the right to be there. So they're both allowed to be there. Or both of them are Shalom For example, they're both trespassing or it's a Rosh Hashanah and they're both running. 
something, they're behaving in a way that's reckless in a Rishos HaRabim, so if they damage each other directly, they're Chayiv in the Nezek. And even if it was Shalom Kavana, because an Adam is more Liolam. So since they were Nichnas Rishos, they should have been uh, careful that just like I'm Nichnas Rishos, so too the Balachatzer must have given Rishos for somebody else to be here. And therefore I need to be careful not to harm anybody. And in the case of Nichnas Shalom Rishos, I should be Choshesh. Well, if I trespassed, it's likely that somebody else trespassed, and therefore somebody else might be here. But But if it happened, Shalom Kavana, Piturin. Then they're part of from paying the Dmei Hanezek, because it wasn't the Pshia of the Mazik that, were, that, the, that damaged the other guy. It was the Nizik not being careful enough. And he should have been a little more careful not to get damaged. Ah, oh, so time of the Shem Why do we make a Chilik between whether you were Mazik or whether he was Huzak, that's only because they were they both had equal rights to be there or equal no rights to be there. But if one of them had a right to be there and the other one did not have a right to be there, it's a Rishos Rabin when one of them is driving recklessly and the other one is driving normally in a way that uh, that, is, that follows all the, all the rules. Or uh, he come in, comes into the Chatzar Balabai Shalobah and the other one was Rishos of the Chatzar, right? Or the other one was the Balabayas. So in that case, um, the, in, in a, there's a chilek in with the, the one the, who came in Bereshus uh, is potter from paying for the nezek, whether the nezek happened in Memela or whether he did it uh, actively, because he didn't have to be choshesh, that maybe there's another guy here that's shalom Bereshus, he didn't have to be careful uh, that uh, in the way that he's uh, behaving himself but shalom Bereshus, Chayiv, the one who's there shalom Bereshus, has to pay for the nezek because he should have been careful not to damage anyone else who's in that location so that's exactly like Rav and Rav Papa are saying that someone who's nichnas the chazer balabayis shalom b'rishos the nichnas has to pay for the nizke balabayis and the balabayis does not have to pay for the nizke and nichnas whether he's masik biyadayim or whether the hezek happens mimela. So we see that it aligns perfectly. Then the Mishnah said nafal of chayev that if a shor fell into the bar in somebody else's property and ruined all the water in the bar that's if the shar let's say was filthy so it falls into the bar and all the dirt and filth from its body ruins all of the water in the bar because that chiyuv is, 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 is a damage of a shar that he's doing begufo right that's not that's not a chiyuv of, uh, of bar that's chiyuv of a shar just damaging that the body of the shar is full of filth and the shar is therefore ruining the water avale but if it ruins the water after it already falls, just by staying there, then potter, then the balashar does not have to pay for the mayim. My time, why wouldn't he have to pay for the mayim? Have a shar bar or mayim kalim. It's funny because the shar is falling into a bar, the shar becomes the bar. Meaning if the shar just stays there, so the shar is the bar. So he didn't. the shar didn't do uh, a maisa to be mazik the mayim. The mayim got damaged from the shar that's there. And the mayim, mayim has the din of Kalim that fell into a bar, Velomatsina Bar, Shekhi of Bosa Kalim. And one of the dinam of Bar is that Bar is Patram Kalim. Tosas back on Dav Yudam Ralf brought a raya from this Gemara that anything that's not Balechayim is excluded from Chamar Velo Kalim. Uh, unlike Rashi over there, Rashi says that if Tavua falls into a bar and gets damaged, you're Chayim, because it's not Kalim. Tavua is not Kalim. Tosas says, 
Kalim doesn't mean Kalim. It means anything that's not an animal or a living being. So even water has a din of Kalim, even though water is obviously not Kalim. So that tells us right, from our Gemara that we're considering the water to be Kalim. So it says, This works very well according to Shmuel that says, yeah, a shor could be called a bar because any takala will be called a bar. According to Rav, if something is only called a bar once you're mafkarit, so how is he going to explain Rav since you're not mafkir, uh, uh, the, the uh, since the balashar was not mafkir the shar the chiv should only be mishum shar and should not be mishum bar and shar is chayiv on kalim so why is he potter on this mayim eliyit mar hachiyit mar that which we said in the name of Rava to be mechalik in the din in our mishnah is not the way we said it originally but it's as follows that our Rava lo shanu el shehivish migufo that our mishnah that says that you chayiv for for damaging the water in the bar is only when the shar was filthy and therefore caused uh, the it ruined all the water. But if the shar died in the bar and the foul odor of the shar ruined the water in the bar and made it not drinkable water, then potter. Then the balashar is going to be potter. My time, nothing to do with the shar turning into a bar or anything like that. No, he's potter because the nevela uh, is causing damage to the water in an indirect way. For uh, for grama, the Ramban points out in the Kuntrustina de Garmi that maybe we should pater him because it's a hezek sheino nicker. It's just the reach and it's hezek sheino nicker. So the Ramban has an important yisod. He said hezek sheino nicker does not mean right. Why is it hezek sheino nicker? The water still looks like water. Uh, granted, it's not. Uh, there's a problem because it reeks and because but it still looks like water. So the Ramban says that's not called hezek sheino nicker. It's nicker with your smell. It's nicker with the taste. Right, hezekshen nicker means it's imperceptible. It doesn't hezekshen nicker does not mean that it's not visible. There, are, there are things that are not visible that are perceptible. Hezekshen nicker would be that uh, your metame taros of shel chaveiro that someone has truma and a metame it. So that's a, that's not perceptible. There's no, there's no, no, none of your senses can sense out whether there's tuma there. <coughs> so this would be called hezek nicker. Okay. We then said that if the Balachatz's father or son is inside that bar and the shark fell in and killed him, so then the Balashar has to pay kofar. Why would he have to pay kofar? After all, it's a tam, and a short tam doesn't pay kofar. Right? You don't pay chatzi kofar, so you don't pay kofar uh, when, when a short tam kills. So says we have three ways of resolving uh, that issue. Number one, who says Maybe there's a shard that has a habit of doing this. It keeps on falling on people inside a burrow and keeps on killing people that way. Well, shouldn't we have killed a shard that has already done that in the past, that has already landed on people? No, there was no kavana to kill. It just saw some vegetation at the tip of the bar and uh, went to try to eat it, and each time it falls in because it, uh, whatever, loses its balance. It's not so, it doesn't have such a space and depth perception. So the uh, the sharp, but it keep, but it's a muad because it keeps on happening. Uh, it's uh, so so that's one answer that it's a muad and that's why you're going to pay kofar. Answer number two: Shmuel Amar Hamani Rabbi Yosei Glili Damer Tam Shalom Chatzik Kofar. This is assuming like Rabbi Yosei Glili that a tam does pay kofar, pays chatzik kofar, just like a muad pays kofar shalem. A tam pays chatzik kofar. So that's what what it means when it says you're going to pay kofar. Ula Amar Rabbi Yosei Glili. Ula says that that the mission is going like Rabbi Yosei Glili that even a tam pays chatzik kofar. But the Mishnah over here means that you pay kofar shalem. 
How so? Da Amar Krabi Tarfon, Da Amar Karen Bechatzar Nizik Nezik Shalim Mishalim, Hachanami Kofer Shalim Mishalim. Rabbi Tarfon holds that even though Karen normally pays Chatzin Nezik, when the Karen happens Bechatzar Nizik, this is the second reference in the staff ready to Rabbi Tarfon, when the Karen happens Bechatzar Nizik, you pay Nezik Shalim. So just like Karen Bechatzar Nizik pays Nezik Shalim, Kofer Bechatzar Nizik is Kofer Shalim. So while it's true that a short time pays Chatzi Kofer normally, but when it's Bechatzar Nizik, that rises to Kofer Shalim. So Bishlam Ula, this works very well according to Ula that uh, that you pay Kofer Shalim. That's why it mentions that who's the guy in the bar? It's someone who's allowed to be there. It's the father, the son of the Bala Chatzar. So they have Rashus to be in that Chatzar. So then it's a Chatzar Nizik. So we have to set up the case where it fell into a bar in a Chatzar Nizik because only then will it become Kofer Shalim. El but according to Shmuel, that the Mishnah is uh, t- talking about paying chatzik kofer, why do we have to set up the case that it's the father, it's the son? It could be anybody, and you'd, you'd still have to pay the chatzik kofer. So it says, yeah, the Tad is teaching uh, the most normal case that you walk into a chatzar and there's a person in the bar in that chatzar, most likely it's a person who lives there or it's a relative of a person who lives there. But for the halacha, it could have been anybody. It didn't have to be that person. Then Rabbi said, no, you're only chayiv if you're makabal shmira. So we have that machlokas, Tanakama and Rabbi, whether uh, uh, there's a, an assumption of Kabbalah shmira when you say that, that when you give some permission to come into your uh, to your property. So now the Gemara says, well, we have a brisa that uh, that 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 that's a stira mine ubei in terms of this machlokas. First of all, it's a machlokas. Uh, uh, Amorayim had a paskin in this machlokas tanaim. Um, the uh, the the Tosus points out that from Rava in in the uh, the sugya uh, previously it sounds like he holds like the sheet of the chachamim and lechora the klal is halach kishmol bedine mamanis. So uh, the uh, which is a difficulty, right? I mean, Tosus points out that if you're going to say that we paskin like uh, uh, like the chachamim, that's the sheet of Rav. Normally we paskin like Shmuel in dine mamanis, which would mean that we should paskin like Rabbi. But to further complicate things, we now have a brisa. Tanra Banan. Uh, brisa says, if the Baal Chatzar tells the Baal Shor, sharcha, uh, you can bring your Shor into my Chatzar, Ushimaro, and uh, you watch it. So he's a Chayiv. If that Shor then does damage, the Baal Shor has to pay. Huzak, if it gets damaged, Patr, the Baal Chatzar's Patr, because he said, you can bring your Shor in, but I want nothing to do with it. I have no responsibility. So then he has no responsibility. But if you say, bring in your Shor in, I will be responsible for it. So who's a chayiv? That shard gets hurt. Then I'm going to be chayiv. Hizik. Uh, and if that shard damages my stuff, potter. The balashar is going to be potter because the balachatzer took responsibility. Well, hagufa kasha. It's a stiru ubei. Because amart, we first said That only if he said I am not taking responsibility, then I don't have responsibility. Time It's only because he said you better be watching your shard the whole time. It's here. The chayiv balashar potter balachatzer. That's why the balashar is going to have full responsibility. Implication is hastama that had I not said anything. Chayiv balachatzer potter balashar v'stam makabel in the tirusa because minastam I am makabel shmira. But then I'm a sefer. But then the next very next line goes on to say kenosh shor chavani eshmerenu. If I say I will watch it, who's a 
chayiv, he's a potter, then the balachatz is responsible. Sounds like it's only because he said explicitly that he's going to watch but hastama, but had it been stam without anyone saying anything explicitly, then the balashar is going to be the one that's responsible for everything. Because when I stam, allow you to come into my property, I'm not being makabal shmira. So that's a son of the Rebbe. Until that you need, the guy has to take responsibility in order to be responsible. So Reish Rabbanon, the Sefer Rebbe, how can it be? One line is going like the Rabbanon, next line like Rebbe, three answers. So Rabbi Lazar says, it's two different shitos reflected in this b'risa. Answer number two, Rabbi Mekul Rabbanon, the entire b'risa is going like the Rabbanon, as the Reisha implies, that Mestama, the Balachatzer's Mekabal Shmira. When the b'risa says in the Seifa that the Balachatzer says, Beferish that he's Mekabal Shmira, you should not be Medaik that Mestama he's not, but I did not say Reisha Shmira, Utan Seifa Vaniya Shmirenu. Just to keep it consistent, once it said Shmira in the Seifa, so it says Vaniya Shmirenu in the, in, once it says Shmira in the Reisha, it says Vaniya Shmirenu in the Seifa. Rav Papa Amar Kula Rebbe. Third answer, the entire price is going like Rebbe, like it sounds in the Seifa, that, uh, that, that you're not Mechabal Shmira unless you say you're Mechabal Shmira. I, why in the Reisha do we say, does he have to say Beferish that he's not being Mechabal Shmira? The Savala Krabi Tarfun, the Amar Karen Bechatzar Nizik, Nezik Shalim Shalim, because we're assuming that Karen Bechatzar Nizik pays Nezik Shalim. Hilkach Amar Lei, therefore he says, Shmaro, you watch it, which means, This is not your Chatzar. I'm allowing you to bring your Shar here, but it is not your Chatzar. And therefore, it's Karen Bechatzar Nizik. The Chatzar still belongs to the Bala Chatzar and not to the Bala Shar. So when it gores the Shar of the Bala Chatzar, it's Karen Bechatzar Nizik. Ah, the Karen Bechatzar Nizik, Mashalim Nezik Shalim, that will elevate the Chiyuv to Nezik Shalim. But but if I never told you, you have to watch it. I just told you, you could bring your Shar in. Then I'm being Makna to you a place in my Chatzar. And now it becomes a Chatzar Ashutafin. And that's going to be like Karen Bishasram, where it's only going to pay Chatzinazak. And that's why the Brysa said in the Reisha that I tell you that you have to watch it. Not to make any diuk that Minastam, I'm accepting responsibility. No, Minastam, I'm not accepting responsibility. Okay, Ben Shem Elisha will pick up at the Mishnah tomorrow. I will be away until Tuesday, Ben Shem Okay.